Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What is wrong with black-owned businesses? You know your mom about to whoop your ass. And this is the final episode of a Black Lady Sketch Show here at AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, AfterBuzzers! Hi, guys! We getting our AfterBuzz on today. Hey, y'all! I am one of your hosts, Nikki Bailey. I am joined here by the amazing, beautiful, and wonderful Sade Spence. Oh, yeah. And the glorious... <laughs> Simone, what's your Thomas? Thomas. Her, name, her last name just flew out of my brain. Hi guys. Who needs them? Who needs them? We don't need a last name. One she's name, she's one gonna be like one of those one name yeah. people, you know, yeah, like Simone. Beyonce, Simone. Exactly. Okay, so uh, this is the f- the season finale of a Black Lady Sketch Show. We are super psyched. We have so much to talk about. We're going to go through all the sketches. We're going to do our special segment. We're going to have like a special, special segment about our top three something mystery. You'll find out later. We'll get into news. We'll get into predictions. <gasps> Ladies. Ooh. The last episode. It's so sad. I know. It's like I want my Sunday afternoons back, but I also want to keep watching <laughs> and talking about the show for the rest of my life. Ditto. That's literally exactly how yeah. I feel. And I mean, it was so funny and refreshing to watch that, I mean, I look forward to having this time to also chat with you guys about mm-hmm. it as well. I agree. But we got season two. Yeah. We got season so, two. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. We're going on like a little break for a while. Yeah, we'll be back. But reunited. Hopefully they're not taking one of them long, like, HBO insecure breaks insecure you know making us wait a year and a half to get the next we're gonna pray that it's not it doesn't go down that way yeah so let's talk general overviews of this our final episode of the season Simone Yes, I loved how it started. It started out with a bang, the black-owned businesses. We can all relate to that. We want to support our people, but sometimes it may come with some drawbacks or some things that just take away from the experience. And the way it ended, def- I wasn't uh, when it ended, I'm like, wait, it's already over? That's how they're ending it? But then I was like, that's so genius. That's a perfect way to set us up for season two. So Absolutely. I love the yeah. way they That's exactly it. how I felt. I thought the whole episode was a win across the board. I think it's actually one of my favorites. I think it was one of the strongest, if not the strongest. Because um, at the end, I, I couldn't believe it was over. And mm. I think my favorite sketch was actually, in of all one. time, was in this one. Wow. wow. I can't wait to hear which one. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I felt like last week's episode was the weakest one in the in the six. Um, I feel that they bookended it well. The mm-hmm. first and the final episodes were the two best of the yeah. season. They uh, this le- this episode again. I agree. It went by so fast, and I was like, "Why is this only a half an hour show?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we need like two, three, seven hours worth of a black <laughs> yeah. lady sketch show to be happy and satisfied. Yep. So that's a lot of work, uh, but um, <laughs> but we're here yeah. for it. Yeah. So let's actually get into the sketches. Um, the first sketch: uh, a black owned business. My people, my people. Y'all know, right? Like, okay, 
What I love about this <laughs> is that it so perfectly not only captures the truth of like when we go out to to um, a black owned business and we're excited about it and we want to give them our money because we're tired. We want to give we want to keep the money in our communities and we're all super woke and we're all thinking about that. And then um, we get there and uh, the reality of um, black owned business uh, shoots us in the butt. Um, there are some trials. There are some trials, <laughs> guys. And it was such a perfect and loving tribute, I think. I like the way you put that. You know? Loving yeah. tribute. Like, it was like, it was like, yo, let's call us out on this, but also we're going to do it with love. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like, so, let's get into <laughs> the waitress who uses every term of endearment possible. Yes. You yes. know there's the always yes. that lady. It's like, how many times have you been called baby by someone who is not your mom and anything? Mm-hmm. Right. It's okay, baby. Yes, baby. I'll make sure to get that for you right sweetheart. now. Pumpkin, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin. Especially, <laughs> so I lived in New York for a little while, and Honestly, every um, Caribbean woman there who's older will always call you baby. And yes. it's so and it's like so warm and full of love. And I'm just like, oh my god, it's so sweet because my mom's in California. I'll take it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just like oh. And it, so yeah. It almost like softens the blow a little bit because it's like these people, they're not organized. Professionalism <laughs> may not be the best, but then they slap on the baby or the right. sweetheart. And you just ignore all of it. Because right. it's like the sentimental part. Like they they're it's hospitable. Family. They're exactly. making Exactly. Still, they still very much make it a family establishment, which is why you are not top for them to treat you that way. Because they're like, this is also family. So, you know, right. it's going to come out when it comes mm-hmm. out. You know, exactly. Like, you <laughs> want to complain minutes. that you've been waiting an hour and a half for your yeah. food. But you also like, you know what? They knew. They just opened. We trying to be real, like, supportive and stuff. And plus, the old lady keeps calling me baby. You know, that's somebody yeah. auntie. It's like my grandma or my yeah. aunt. here. Like, let, let her take her time. Exactly. You know, I'm starving. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what made me holler? Okay, so much made me holler in the sketch. Yes. But the whole starting off with, um, we are out of everything on the left side of the menu. Y'all. Mm-mm. How many times? How many times? I'm not going to call out the black owned business in Glendale that just happened. So this, <laughs> this just happened to me at. But have my mouth fixed yep. for some wings, and they didn't have, oh. they were out of wings. Was it yep. lemon pepper? No. No, no, no. I'm all about the barbecue. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. I'll take it hot. <laughs> yeah. No, I, don't like do, hot. I don't do spicy. So, uh, I love yeah. spicy. But uh, honestly, I feel like every time I go to an establishment, that is the first thing off the top is something's not... Some half the menu isn't there, right? And I always used to wonder why is it. I'm like, maybe they're just not, not ordering as much as first because they don't want to have, you know, they want their food to be fresh, or maybe they just don't want to spend that much yet, and they want to see how much business they get. And I mean, oh, it used to like frustrate me so much. It is the great mystery of black-owned restaurants. Why, Why do y'all be running out of stuff so easily? There's nothing worse than. <laughs> preparing your mind and like your taste buds for this mm-hmm. amazing dish you're about to have and like you're just set on it and you get there and they're like oh we don't have so and so and it's like well then I don't even want this anymore right that's why I came yeah. here it's just right. underwhelming yeah. at that right. point point. and yeah. it's true that as the sketch progressed it got progressively worse right which because does happen at the establishment so true <laughs> but right? the food is popping exactly that's right. always food. fantastic <laughs> But there's a lot of trials and tribulations mm-hmm. to get to it. No silverware. No sil- Okay, it was a BYO silverware. silverware. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, weird rules, like the old drink lady, like, yeah, we'll take your order here, but you have to order your drink over there. Why Always the- some weird rules. Like, why yeah. is that? Order at the counter? Out- and, the, and the old lady at the counter, y'all, mm. Robin Thede, who is gorgeous, 
That she could make herself look like freaking Gollum that. from the Lord, Lord, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. That's, that's who it was taking you, taking you drink order. Uh, I love that the bathroom cost a quarter to get in, to get and out. a quarter to get yeah. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like you know some grocery stores. In order to get the cart, you have to put a quarter. Put a quarter in, in right? Yeah. And then when you yeah. when you're leaving, you gotta. You get your quarter back. I love, but this that one they're not giving it back. Nothing right. back. They're, not they're like, no, this is no, this is just how much it costs. If you want right. to stay in right. the bathroom, which because another thing at black-owned businesses, you also have to pay extra if you want like an extra cup, or yeah. you always pay extra for extra things, mm-hmm. right? So but, like, they never just give you extra ketchup. You have to pay twenty-five cent for it. Yeah, and I just think what's so funny is the dichotomy of like I'm paying so much extra for these little things, but you don't have the basic, the basic things. Exactly. Right. Like what's it's on so the menu? Um, I loved. Two, the uh, they the girls were like, we're not going to pay 25 cents to go to the bathroom. I'm going to hold it for the culture. That was one of my favorite lines from this from this <laughs> sketch. Um, that they are only cash only. Mm. And the minimum purchase is $65. $65? But we only bought 35 Right. Words. I love it. That's half the amount. Half the amount. Then, then you have the manager come in. <laughs> Played by Lil Rel, who... Oh, brilliant. <laughs> can he do anything wrong? Love him. Lil Rel comes in, pretending perfect. to be the manager, and steals their leftovers! That's a smart way to steal food. So smart. If you're ever desperate, I mean, you know, I don't condone stealing. I'm just food, saying. And then, I mean, you know, then they Happens. try to escape, and they keep going back through the doors, and it was like this Twilight Zone yeah. weirdness, only to discover that the restaurant is called Purgatory Soul Food. Oh. So basically, this is so some version of hell. I I thoroughly enjoyed yeah. that it was some version of hell. Oh, yeah. it definitely was because hell. It, it is torture. when you're starving. What else could be oh, <laughs> get like hungry and yeah. then waiting an hour and a half for food that I'm sure. And now bomb. you you have to pee at the same time. But imagine and, this is your afterlife now. Oh. This is where these li- these chicks live now. At least this the food is, tastes good. That's true. Well, I had the same is a, thought. There's one upside, <laughs> a huge upside. You will wait a long food. time for it, but you will get a delicious but plate of food. Gonna have hot sweet tea. Yeah, so. your sweet tea is gonna mm. be warm. That's not mm. the best. All right, so, <laughs> so loves that first ep- that first sketch. Then we go back to the ap- post apocalypse girls gathering uh, uh, post event, and they're still arguing because now the cool ranch Doritos are gone because mm. Quinta just ate them all. <sighs> they're freaking out. They're mad. They're getting to the point where they're like biting at each other and Robin who is too through with all of the tra- the drama who also happens to mention that she went to great lengths to make this whole thing work well by even she even went so far as to put away sperm in single oh. serving sizes okay yeah Ooh, we talk about preparation preparation that's okay? a good friend right there that's a good friend <laughs> like, apocalyptic like she proofing to- house totally invites you over even though the- so she was the only one who knew the apocalypse was coming yeah and did you notice in purgatory when she's playing Gollum at the the tea counter she's reading time and it says um like apocalypse night that is the issue oh, she's reading. I didn't even know wow, that. Yes, at the counter. Someone, I was like, okay, so Robin so is the only are, one who's on to this. She's clairvoyant. That was really a great touch because yeah. now it's, now it's, see, this is like triggering the sci- sci-fi lover in me because now I'm like, oh, great. So now we're even seeing that the sketches that are happening are even happening in a post, some of them are even happening in a post-apocalyptic, mm-hmm. post-event yeah. world, which mm-hmm. I love. And it also makes it so brilliant the way that, okay, so it's one thing to connect you know, the event to another the event sketch. But then you connected it to a completely separate sketch 
and it's all throughout the same series. Yeah, mm. like, it's just great. It's just brilliant, like weaving and writing. Why do we think back down. and like? I loved it. Um, Robin gets so upset though. She's like, she collapses, and we're like, oh my gosh, is Robin dead? And then they contemplate. <laughs> I panic. That's the white side. It was either that or tears. Right. And they, <laughs> I read like, right. tears. And they contemplated eating her. Lord Jesus. Anyway, anyway Lord of the Flies. I love <laughs> uh, the whole, the whole, even they made a reference to, like, you set up this whole Girls Trip 2 thing, and they're like, oh my God, we're going to miss Girls <laughs> Trip 2. We're never going to get to see that. It's true. That would be, that would be a crime. I hope someone's are. making Girls Trip. I hope they're making, they're making it, aren't they? Aren't they? Yeah. yeah pretty I'm pretty sure they, they are. are. Yeah. Whew. Anyway, so then we move on to the next sketch. Um, but before we do that, Simone, is there something you'd like to say to our AfterBuzz viewers? I do. Guys, thank you so much for coming to watch and support us every single week. We're so sad to say goodbye, but it's okay. We're going to be back. So for those of you guys watching us on YouTube, please give us a like, comment, and subscribe. And then if you're listening to us on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating and comment as well. We appreciate mm. all the support. We love you guys. And thank you for being our friends. It's so true. We love you. Yeah. We love you so much. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So great. Um, okay. So now we're on. Um, we're talking about the Get the Belt sketch. Oh my goodness. This was brilliant. This was this was like, oh my gosh. So we've seen a kabillion times in comedy, black people comedy, the conversations about ass whoopings. Okay? <laughs> Everybody has covered it mm. from Bill Cosby, Eddie Murphy, everybody, Kevin's Kevin Hart, everybody yeah. has talked about the black mama beaten. But that these women created a sketch around getting the belt. That was like a wrestling match. It was was like American Gladiator, like commentary about American Ninja Warrior kind of commentary about yeah. It was so good. So Natasha Rothwell is back, Queen uh, as Tanisha Uh, Natasha Rothwell from Insecure. You will know her from Um, her daughter. Played by Marseille Martin. Renice. Renice. Y'all, Marseille Martin needs to stop growing up, okay? She's she's just, it's she's happening too fast. Um, but she's a freaking genius. And this little girl is the epitome of black girl magic. I think she's 13 or 14 now, so I can't call her little girl anymore. But like, but she's the epitome of black girl magic. And so pitting Natasha against Marseille in this mother-daughter battle for control was brilliant the whole play-by-play of like the mom's faces and all of the little things that mothers say how all of it was like calculated and used to be some sort of a power move or a play every single thing it's like did she twitch her lip not at all okay she was able to keep her cool that was good on her part right and they're like right. she that means she's like so book smart in this sort of like sense right. i'm like really renice just because she didn't quiver her mouth or say any sort of talk back it was like that it was, was like, like the camera move. i love how the camera closed in on marseille's lips like will she suck her teeth <laughs> will will she open her mouth will she as a black mother would say fix her mouth to come, come out of her mouth with some crazy nonsense, right? Like it's like the smallest nuances you get caught for, like like you said, kissing your yeah. teeth mm-hmm. or like your tone. Like yeah. you think you're holding oh, it together, right. and it like changes a little bit, and that's what just causes the whole like fight, punishment, whatever. Okay. I loved to, and then okay, so then her little brother is man man because <laughs> we are for real with 
nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> black people do not play it's when just, it comes to it's nicknames. It's repeating just part of someone's name or some Right, play. right, right. Riri. Yeah. Riri. Nick Nick. My brother calls me Nick Nick. Oh, that's yeah. cute. Yeah. So like it's it. just a thing, oh, right? So, um, so Man Man had already worked Tanisha's last nerve. <laughs> so Tanisha takes a nap and um, Renice tries it. She tries to change the channel. She was smart, though, because yeah. she turned down she the turned volume. She turned the volume. Yeah. Then she went so far as to laugh out loud. It was like the audacity. <laughs> the audacity. Right. right. Like, oh, oh, she, she's actually showing some other type of sportsmanship. Yeah. She's getting ahead of herself. Exactly. She's a power player. She's a, totally like an she MVP. She's getting a little too cocky at right. that point. But she <laughs> had not taken all the variables into account because Man Man going to come in through the back door, run through real quick, and Mama's like, "Are you letting my cool air out?" Blaming <laughs> Renice. I, what I love, there were so many like little things that your mom says, like, uh, or even even the commentaries were like, um, "No, she's not letting the air out because she ain't paid nary a bill in this house." Mm-hmm. I was yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so many. There were so many awesome little things. Like, um, are you too grown to get the belt? No, yeah. never no, too grown. No, it killed me when she had to change the batteries. Oh. And she was like, "Here you go." Like even it the was just search like, for batteries. This, oh my gosh! Oh, and a yeah. sh- like a shot clock, the like blue counting tin, down the like, blue tin because everybody blue has tin, the blue, blue cookie tin. tin that has what in it? Everything Needles, but thread, everything cookies. but cookies. Anything but cookies. Ooh, yeah. and the drawer filled with half open bags of rice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Why, why are we just, always have half open bags of rice? I do too. I don't know and why. It's because you. I totally understand it. And then, and then the whole like that. They she was looking for batteries in all these places they wouldn't be, and then picks up a box of tea mm. because that's the truth, right? Do you ever really know? You know, you bought batteries sometime, but do you know where those batteries are? That was literally me last week with my mom. I was like, "Mommy, like where are the batteries?" Oh, I don't know. Like she found <laughs> them, but it's not in a specific, specific place, place that you right. can know they no, always no, no. are. <laughs> So it was just like, like I couldn't get over like how many parts of this sketch, like every little nuance and line or action was so well played, mm-hmm. literally. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. All the way to the end because remember the commentators, oh wait, I know you're not wearing shoes in my house. And then Quinta, the, Quinta's like, like, oh, character. I'm not tracking any dirt in your house. <laughs> and Robin, Robin's like, oh, now we're going to find out if I'm too old to get an ass whooping. <laughs> It was so good and mm. such a wonderfully unique take on a running joke in black communities yeah. about about you know the stuff that you get you would get mm-hmm. a beaten over, exactly. um, but very common joke. But but such an uncommon way to talk about it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Then we get another glimpse inside a black lady's mind um, with this new segment about the the happy anniversary gift. Uh, I think that this uh, in, this inside a black lady's mind thing that they've done. I think they've done. This will be the second episode that they've done this sketch. Mm-hmm. I really hope it continues because there's so many things that I'm sure we all think the same about. So uh, <laughs> again, inside the black lady's mind, you have the taskmaster turnt and insecurity, yes. um, <laughs> which I love. Yeah, and insecurity is very concerned about the flammability of the synthetic wig that they're wearing. It's a real concern. The taskmaster is like, y'all, let's just get on the hot air balloon and we'll go from there. Yeah. Because this is a good guy. We're into him, mm-hmm. and 
Turnt is Turnt is like out left field. Just thinking, I will start a she's fight. Ratchet. <laughs> she's ratchet. She's yeah. thinking of all the ratchet things that, that could she possibly could do. happen yeah. or reasons as to why you're going in this hot air balloon. Right. And then they realize that Mark <laughs> is trying to propose. And so now they're like, well, we have to get on. Yeah. We have yeah. to get on this thing. We have to do it. Um, and he gets down on one knee, opens a box. And it's a wig. And it's a wig. Oh, my God. And it is one of the best wigs. He says it's lace front. It's human hair. It's already curled and styled. Like, this Bye is Beyonce. a Beyonce's hair wizard. Yes. <laughs> Beyonce has the best wigs out there. Custom yes. wig best. from Beyonce's hair wizard. Um, and... <laughs> that is better than a ring. Oh, yeah. I am not someone who's ever worn any kind of weave. I cannot stand to have hair. My hair is always this short. Occasionally, I'll do some braids. But the idea mm-hmm. of the wig being even better than a proposal, mm-hmm. is that true? What do you guys it's think? Is he, that, like, is it, does that ring true? Well, they're two different things. Like, if I've been <laughs> with you for six years, I want a ring, not a new wig. I'll go get, get, get that myself. <laughs> <laughs> Like for me, no, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> However, I was thinking the thought behind it, yes. and just thinking that he took into account, like, okay, I want to do this proposal in a hot air balloon, so it'll be magical. However, I know I don't want her wig to get messed up. It, it just showed the fact that this guy knows her and he cares about her, and that's the part that I was like, that is a winner. Mm-hmm. So for me, I don't know what you'd end up getting me. Maybe a jacket because I'm always cold. But if you bust out like a really nice leather jacket to propose to me, yeah. I'd be so happy to go in the hot air balloon. Like, think, it just shows yeah, like that, that, that he was there. That he learned enough about her, knows right. her well yes. enough to know that the wig would be important. Because even, oh. Yeah. Because even the, the, one of the task taskmaster or like the turn person was like and she even got he got her nails done so like yes. he made sure he had all the steps completed so that it would be a perfect event he really did yeah that's a good man mm-hmm. yeah that's a good man and I love how at the end she goes, <laughs> her mind goes will you marry me right, right. she's so overwhelmed <laughs> she's just she, she asked the question <laughs> But think about also how many times in your mind, like, you're just playing or you're, like, playing with your girlfriends and you're like, oh, my God, he did this and this and that. And then you're like, oh, my God, please, I want to marry him. Right. Hope he marries me. Like, you just say it. Totally. I was like, totally. mm-hmm. I was like makes total sense. Yeah. 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 100%. That was, that was a super fun one. Also, because black people generally look at things like hot air balloon rides as white people shit. So... Yeah, but their shit is fun, though. Some of it is. Some of it is. I would have been like, yeah, "Yeah, we doing that. Or just anything that's going to harm your hair, like going into a pool if you're not prepared for it. Exactly. Going on a roller coaster if you you wear a wig. Like, you just don't want those things. You can't just have things you got to prepare. All out there. Yeah, you got to be prepared for it. Otherwise, it just takes away from the experience. And I agree, because yeah. you're so concerned about your hair. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have fun. Totally understand that. That makes perfect sense to me. Um... It makes sense to me, even though I don't have my hair is just a fro forever. But it does make sense. Well, that's just I was like team to, natural, y'all. Team natural. But, but I was also, waves. but like I've been trying to like explain to my girlfriend about things that I wasn't allowed to do when I was younger, like play in the sandbox or yeah. play outside yeah. in the rain, mm. because you can't. Because sand in my hair would have been, yeah. like, You know, I got church tomorrow. I can't, and the, you know, yeah. you can't sweat your hair out or make your hair. Sweat and so, your like, hair out. so it's one of those universals as black women that we. Assume everyone knows, but but only only we really know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still to this day don't really love going to the beach just because I'm like my hair. hair. Totally. It's just such a process to get it back to right. the original 
state it was in and I'm like, do I really want to do Protective that? Protective styles, y'all. I'm like, sure. I'm in it. I don't care. I just went to Costa Rica. I, was, I did all the white shit. Okay? <laughs> I did all of it. Okay? Not a care in the world with her hair yes, in braids. Are yes. In. Braids yes. locks, boo. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not mad at you. Yes. Okay, so let's <laughs> move on. To then we were we went back to the apocalypse the 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 post event conversation. Robin's down on the floor. <laughs> Ashley figures out that the way to get her up is to tell her a secret, and the secret is <laughs> she that <muted> her. <laughs> that Ashley had muted Robin on Twitter. Yep. <laughs> we're like, oh, what a friend, right? Yeah. Mm. I actually do. If you don't already follow the women on this show on Twitter, you should because they have really fun Twitter yeah. accounts. I'm yeah, especially they're... a huge fan of Ashley Nicole Brown's Twitter account. She makes me holler daily. Mm-hmm. So follow those chicks. Yeah. Uh, so then we moved yeah. into the to the next sketch was the follow up to the open mic oh. sketch from last week, the church open mic sketch, where the couple who was looking for a threesome. Signal to somebody in the group, and it turned out that Ashley was down for it. Mm-hmm. So this is them now after the church brunch or whatever. They've now gotten together to have their threesome. So it's Ashley and uh, Tony Bell and Amber Riley. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much in the sketch that made me holler. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. So, so I think one of the things that this is one of those other things that, like, I think black people think of as, like, a white people thing. Yeah. Like, the whole idea of a threesome. Um, <laughs> but I love that Ashley's character took... Because I don't know if you guys know this. If you're not black, you might not know. We're kind of germophobic about mm-hmm. stuff. Like, we don't... We're real weird about, like, everybody can't be touching your food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gotta be... My mom yeah. checks every plate at a restaurant. Right. You check, and she will send it back. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying with food, when we sit down... She looks at it and is like, is there anything on yeah, it? Right. Like, did you wash your hands? And I just see you touch your forehead. Go wash your it, hands. And then right. you want to go yeah, no, no. my food. Mm-hmm. My sister None used to put silverware that was clean, but she would get asked for a hot cup of water and put the silverware Toast. inside of the hot Toast. cup of water yeah. just to clean it a my little family, bit extra. Yeah, I totally... Yeah, so it's, we do not <laughs> play when it comes to mm-hmm. nastiness, yeah. okay? Yeah. We do not function well amongst nasty, mm-hmm. all right? Yeah. Which is interesting because we do like sex as a people. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. <laughs> what I loved is that this. this but we don't keep it. But we don't clean. keep it quite that clean. Um, but Ashley came in Dying. prepared. She mm. was like, I have some boundaries to discuss. <laughs> the boundaries including no kissing. 
They were like, okay, too cool. intimate. Too intimate. We were there with it. No, no eye contact. No holding hands. No <laughs> eye contact. No anal, vaginal, or oral. And my safe word is a stern look. <laughs> basically nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so they can basically look at her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to be real cool about it, you know? Like, she takes out a bottle of bleach. She, she brings out that huge bag. It has a hazmat suit. It. I a hazmat suit. I was crying when the hazmat suit came. She was just like, whoosh. Like, Okay, so that means you're wearing that. They really <laughs> right, they can't touch you. Yeah. There's, and the guy thinks that she takes out lube at one point. He's like, "Oh yeah, finally something." And she's hand like, uh, "Sir, this is hand sanitizer." FDA approved. Okay, yeah. So we Important. do not play. Going down the list. And then she, you know, all of the things are out. She's finally ready. The two of them are looking at each other. The couple are like, what's happening here? She sits back, <laughs> gets comfortable, oh, and then gosh. announces, which one of you would like to shit in my mouth? <laughs> when she said that, I was like, well, I, jaw dropped. <laughs> you have a problem with all these other things, but I was like, this? oh. Oh. Is that what you're down for? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the most unsanitary thing mm-hmm. of them all. It was like joke upon joke, layer yeah. upon layer, because she's super clean, but she wants her... Mm, okay. Yeah. Just even but, I mean, saying that. that. Kind of is like, you know, it sounds bad, but you hear things about like different people. Obviously, like our people as a whole likes mm-hmm. to be very clean, but that doesn't mean like some people don't like to be a little... You're fetishes. Yeah, wilder, right. have their whatever their kink is. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's going to come outside of their no judgment. Like, no judgment, but we're judging a little bit yeah. anyway. <laughs> I mean, you and do, then, you do, you just keep it germ just keep free, it germ free. <laughs> and then the additional layer of funny on this is that this was really just a commercial for uh, Caspar mattresses <laughs> for sleeping and whatever else y'all nasty asses are doing. Mm. Keyword nasty, nasty. nasty. Okay. Whew. Okay. The next sketch was a black lady courtroom. Courtroom Kiki. Courtroom Kiki. This is my winner. What was the song? A black lady sketch. A black lady courtroom. A black lady courtroom. A black lady courtroom. Okay, so it was based off, obviously, so there was this, this, um, we're seeing a picture of this actual real black lady courtroom in South Fulton, Georgia. This made news last year because these women are all a they make up the legal system of this small town, South Fulton, Georgia. And I loved that then Robin Thede and them were like, you know what? We need to celebrate that. Because you're, because like legit, if you did walk into a courtroom where every person who had a role was black, mm-hmm. I would break into song as well. And you would feel like support, like people understand you. Like the system can't work for you if people don't understand where what your plight is or where Absolutely. you're coming from. Exactly. So how can they service you in the correct way? That and it really is so historic. So I feel like for them just to like pay homage in such a, a genuine and beautiful way with the black girl magic in it, I thought it was just so beautifully done and that's why it was like my mm-hmm. favorite. I agree. It was such a celebration of like yeah. black girl magic and so, like like the and that's the that the you know they're trying to keep it profesh, but they can't because it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think what's so funny <laughs> is that it's the it, it was kind of like a perfect example of what black women, no matter what area you are in life, when we get together, mm-hmm. you could be someone that's super professional as a judge, or you could work in a nail salon. But when we get together, we have our kiki, we, we have always. fun, and you can still be professional. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like exactly. these women, they laid down the law, they won their case, but they were have 
they had some fun exactly. in it. Exactly. Yeah. I also loved how quickly the the quick the case was solved <laughs> because we understand we, we understand each other. Yeah. Just like we didn't exactly. Have to we don't have to explain. Right. A lot did not have to get said. Like they doctored right. the. Um, I think Exhibit A was doctored. Was doctored right. And she's like, you know, a girl. I see that you tried to erase the picture right there. She's like, but I see you. She's like, I did. But it's okay. It's okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> and 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 the wonderful um, no place to sit. You must acquit. Uh, and then she was told that was a good Cochran. Um, I loved, you know, y- Yvette Nicole Brown yeah, played yeah. the judge. Issa yes. played the plaintiff. Mm-hmm. Um, the stenographer was Brisha Webb. So, like, yeah. it was like, it was just such a glorious moment. You yeah. know, I really enjoyed it. I'm sad that Ashley wasn't in that sketch. Yeah. Because she didn't get to enjoy the fun of the black ma- the black girl magic yeah. of all the women being together. Maybe she, had, maybe she had a role, like... Behind the scenes, in it, maybe. Do you think? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe yeah. I could do some just looking into that, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe she would like help direct it or right, write right. part of it or something well, instead. Possibly. I mean, I, I I know if I was part of the cast, I'd be like, I'm in this somehow. Right, right. I'm, I'm gonna somehow. be in this courtroom somehow, somehow. some way. I got it. And then we moved on to our last sketch, which is the the post event, the last post event segment. Um, where Robin finally gets up and she does that whole thing about I always pass out when I'm being personally attacked. <laughs> it's my white side. Um, and, you know, we're thinking they're going to move on, they're going to get it together. And then the doorbell rings. Mm. Who knocking in the door post apocalypse? Who that? 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 I don't know. I don't know. They don't show us. We don't know. So, wait, so. I guess can we can we even go into the predictions a little bit of what we think? Yeah, do you want to do you want to like do we want to do it now? Let's talk predictions. So, so you, what is the like? What do you think the event is? Mm. I don't. I feel like okay. So I know I feel like whoever is at the door is responsible for what triggered this whole mm. apocalypse. That's what I think for sure. Mm. And I kind of feel like because this whole notion of dating culture and marriage and proposal has been salient throughout all of their sketches. I feel like that's somehow going to play into it. Like, maybe there's some man on Earth who had the absolute perfect... I don't know, mm. proposal or something having to do with in that light, and then it just triggered like the end of the world because could it really happen? Interesting. I don't know. I know it's out that there, is but a super imaginative. Uh, yeah, I like but that. They're so imaginative. Like, that is why true. Not? You never know. Why not? They're out there. Why not? Why sure. not? To segue off that, because what I was gonna say, or what I am gonna say, is I think it's for other men who have been trapped like them, and then they're coming. To get to just have human contact besides with each other because they're about to like all crack each other's heads open and they're like somebody there and then they all reunite and then they pair up and then it's like a love story and then they help they help repopulate the world. I love how romantic you guys are with your thing. (laughs) Just black people. (laughs) Just black people. Yes. (laughs) Okay, I I love that. (laughs) I loved how I love how romantic your things are. Mine is, mine is so super silly. I think that the person at the door, I think that the big event that happened is that, like, the world ran out of shea butter or something. Oh. And then the person at the door is Amazon delivering the last box of shea butter. Or, the la- or like, it's the last box of Carol's daughter. Or, you know, or- you wouldn't be that far. Cause remember when they did the fog and she was just so, oh, so yeah. ashy? Yeah. Ashy, what if it's, like... 
someone was too ashy, triggered this whole thing. You know, right. Like we, was, like all the butters have disappeared they're, somehow. They're going to run out of products eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, Ooh, so. Jesus. Crucial. All right, so I cannot wait to find <laughs> out next season. Yeah. And that is going to be yeah. super exciting. Okay. So let's get into our favorite special event, our special special segment, where uh, we talk about comedians that we think mm-hmm. you should know. This is our awesome special segment music. Yes. That what's it called again, Josh? <laughs> it's got a really long name, guys. It's, it's like called super like nasty hip hop beat. It's called mm-hmm. nasty chill freestyle trap music beat. Yes, nasty, nasty chill freestyle style trap music beat. Music beat. Ooh, oh my gosh! I'm so for it, Simone, tell yes. us about tell us about our comedian that we should know. I'll take it away from Millie Rock. My bad, Millie Rock. <laughs> Hit the whoa! <laughs> so for our special segment called "All Hail the Queen," it is the Queen herself, Miss Tiffany Haddish. She Woo! has just been like. She's not even a breakout star anymore. She's a star. People know her. They know her name. She became... Well, she was on, like, the Carmichael show, but that was before people really knew her. But Girls Trip is what put her on the map. And then ever since, it was just up from there. She's been in so many things. Steady she's killing it. booked and busy. She has a lot of jobs. She was, she's on The Last OG. She, um... And now, she, you know, she launched her own show, um, well, launched her own production, basically, oh. called They Ready, where she put six comedians on. Netflix. On. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Netflix. And I think that's a great way that she's yeah. already in the point where she's like, let me get back and right. put some other people on. Mm-hmm. So. She does that. So she's, like, obviously, like, thinking about herself, but trying to help other upcoming comedians as well. She has a show on CBS called Kids Say the Darndest Things. Um, And then she has movies in the works. She had some last year, this year. Like, she's just doing great things. She's amazing. Check her out. She's a great book called The Last Black Unicorn, um, where she talks a lot about her journey from childhood to fame, but also talks a lot about the people who helped her along the way. And I think that that's why she's so great about giving back. So thanks, Tiff. We love you, girl. Mm All right, let's get in to our top three. So, we're talking about top three people we want to see on a Black Lady Sketch Show Mm. next year. Mm. Starting with the mother of mothers, Mm -hmm. Felicia Rashad. Yeah. Yeah, like, how could she not be in it at some point? She was everybody's mom Mm -hmm. growing up, honestly. So, I think she'd be the perfect addition um, I don't even know how they would put her into it, but she would just feel so organic yeah. just to see her in a Black Lady sketch show. It's just so necessary she to She just me. has that mom energy that makes her feel like she could be ours. And yeah. she's the perfect example, representation of a Black, like, f- positive female representation. Yes. And Early on. Yeah, for so long. And so it just only makes sense. It's an organic Absolutely. Addition. You know, Felicia Rashad was like the first time uh, that we got to see a black professional woman yeah. running a family on the Cosby show. So we all have a huge amount of love for her. I'm speaking for all black people. Even though we say that we don't do that, I am. We're speaking for everyone. All the black people have gotten together and decided that we adore <laughs> Felicia Rashad. Yeah. So she must be on the show next season. Mm-hmm. We also thought that we'd love to see... Jada Pinkett Smith. The red tabletop queen. Yes, because, you know, when you really think back to, like, all of Jada's movies, like, she's been quirky. Like, Girls Trip, we were just talking about, she was Mm -hmm. in it with um, Tiffany Haddish, and her character was actually quite hilarious, uh, especially having to deal with, um, was it Kofi? 
Oh, and then, yeah. yeah, like their whole thing. So I feel like anything she does, like she would represent, wow, like we've seen her in such serious movies. She's from our own classics, like set it off. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's so versatile. She could be in any sort of sketch in a black lady sketch show and would just kill. Also, she's really recognizable now yeah. with um, Red Table Talk. Yeah. So, it, I mean, can't do no wrong by having Jada. Have you guys been seeing the DMX challenge where people take his... <laughs> Yeah, and she did it too. And like, I saw all her different characters, and I'm like, wow. Like, I obviously know Jada has just a like a portfolio of experience, but you just saw the different characters. So for and what anyone that lens. who doesn't know what the DMX challenge is, they uh, basically um, what's the name of the song? It's mm. one of DMX's songs where he just names like girls' names like mm-hmm. right off the list. He's like Tina and blah blah. I met her at an ice cream shop. Blah blah blah. Like girls, 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 girls. And basically what people have been doing is putting up all the pictures of themselves with different hairstyles because black people would like to change your hair a lot. Yeah. And like and so like each each hairstyle represents one of the women <laughs> in the list that DMX mm-hmm. lists. So yeah. so hilarious because all these major major celebrities did it. How did it too? Our third top three that we would love to see on the show is Monique. Yes, yes Monique. Monique, okay, I have to just say Uh, As a fat girl, Monique was one of my biggest role models. Uh, So excited to see her anytime I see her. And she hasn't been working as much since... Uh, since Precious and all the drama that supposedly mm-hmm. went on in that yeah. camp, but I would like to see her overcome that that whole thing and like get back to the career that she deserves. She really exactly. is funny, and and she's one of the funniest people ever. She's a major trailblazer for Black women yes. comedy, and so I would love to see her on the show. And I feel like this would like this would be it. Like this would be the, like a great place to come back and almost I guess make like a homecoming, if you will. If she to the community and for black people as a whole so I feel like a black lady sketch show is like Would be perfect. the best place to do it especially she's been... if they could find a character for her that is so distinct and interesting mm-hmm. that they could bring her back a few more times but it would be something new yes. to relate to Monique instead yes. of all a of the, the sort of drama that is constantly being connected to her I'm super excited about these ideas. So, ladies, uh, Robin Thede and, and and the rest of and the Black Lady Sketch Show, everybody over there, could you please holler at those three ladies so they can be on the next season? Oh, there's our next season. Hello. Mm-hmm. We talked about it last week, Robin Thede being super excited about having the second season, and she posted this awesome picture of herself. But we're super excited that there's going to be a season two. And because there's going to be a season two of that show, there's going to be a season two of this show. Yay! Yay! So we have to... I know, you're not getting rid of us so easy. We have to wrap it up, but we are going to be back next season for the second season of Black Lady Sketch Show. In the meantime, you should keep in touch with us. Follow us on all the social medias. Simone, where can folks find you? Guys, you can find me at Simone A. Thomas on Instagram and Twitter. Sade. You can find me on everything at Sade A. Spence. And you can find me at Nikki Bailey underscore on all the social medias. Guys, it's been a thrill. We will see you next season here after Buzz TV. Bye, guys. Bye. Deuces. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 